0: And welcome to the Knitting Socks Only Podcast. My name's Em, and I love to knit socks. So my thought is, is that if you're here, um, you're looking for a socks-only dedicated podcast. At least that's what I've been searching for and haven't found any. So I thought I'd go ahead and create one and see what happens. So to give you an idea, I have been... This is the first podcast, so a little about me. I've been knitting since I was 7, and I will be 42 this month. So, I've been knitting for a long time. Have I been knitting only socks in all those years? Well, no. And I knit in the English style, so when you hear me talking about how I knit and what I'm knitting... Please understand that I don't do the conventional style. I do the English style. Um, And I guess that's really the subject I wanted to talk about um, was my grandmother. So my grandmother taught me to knit when I was seven. And she knit in the English style. And my grandmother passed away um, the first weekend of January of 2022. And it's... I don't know any other way to process grief other than probably through knitting in all honesty so when to grieve i knit (laughs) and i do a lot of prayer and knit so for anybody that's curious i am russian orthodox so if i do mention that i do head coverings please know that i do them for um, me going to church services but other than that um I'm an inquirer in the Russian Orthodox faith, so I have not been confirmed. But that's not what this is about. It's about socks only. So, my grandmother um, knitted every time I saw her. I mean, except for the last couple of years. And so, I'm outside, so if you hear my dogs, please pardon the barks. Um, but I am, a, she hated knitting socks. And I don't know why. I never got to ask her that. I kind of wish I had. Um, I guess that's maybe something my Aunt Jan will know if, if I get a chance to talk to her again. So, but I get ahead of myself. So, when I was seven, grandmother said I, I was fascinated with yarn. Like, I love touching her yarn. It was so elegant, so nice, so just amazing right because she was knitting sweaters for people and so I was just fascinated right that she would just move her hands and something was created so anyway she sat me down and the way she taught me to knit was the bunny goes through the front door around the kitchen and back out the front door that is a knit stitch And a purl stitch was the bunny goes through the back door around the living room and back out the back door. That's how she taught me to knit. And it's amazing. I've known that rhyme now for... Let's see. She taught me at 7. So 41 minus 7 40 minus 7 is 32. So, for 33 years, that's that's what I've always remembered. Now, can I do more stitches than knit and purl? Why, why, yes. But, whenever I'm just providing, you know, just that methodic... If I'm not praying while I'm knitting, it's I'm usually reciting, the bunny goes through, the bunny goes out. And... It's hilarious what we remember. And anyway, so my first knitting project was, well, let's just say not good. So I she gave me some yellow yarn to knit with, and I knitted with it, and then I ran out of yarn cuz I was so fascinated by it that I attached blue yarn and she had given me a lot of stitches to start with. She gave me about 45-50 uh, stitches to start with. And I ended up with about 10 at the end. So you can imagine there was a lot of drop stitches. <laughs> so it looked more like not a blanket. But kind of like a hat of sorts. Or triangle. But it's funny. Because you know I I, look, I think about that first time I knitted that. And... You know, those are the memories I remember of my grandmother. Anyway, I digress. So, my aunt and mother went to Florida to go through my um, grandmother's house, right? And my grandmother had moved from Midland to Florida. She was a, a Air Force, you know, wife, so a veteran, Of an Air Force veteran. So she's the wife of an Air Force veteran. And so she moved around a lot. And so I can only imagine knitting for her was just something that she could have company with friends with. And I know while she was in Florida, she had a bunch of um, ladies that she knitted with while they were there during the winter break. You know, because they were what they call snowbirds. But anyway, my mother and aunt went there. And the other day, my mother texts me and says, hey, your aunt needs to talk to you. She's got a question. And I told my mother, I said, look, just, I'll take whatever's left. You know, I know my aunt's a big knitter. Her daughter's a knitter. I'll just take whatever's left over. Because, I, I mean, admittedly, socks can be made out of pretty much, as long as it's, you know, lace or finger you know fingerling finger fingerling material then it's fine and she's like no she's got a knitter's question for you you have to call her said okay now mind you i haven't talked to my aunt in over 10 years so calling someone after 10 years of not talking you're kind of like okay so picked up the phone called left a message she called back and so we're talking and she's like so what do you knit and like every knitter you kind of are taken aback by the question because you're like well I I don't really know um blankets hats socks you know heads coverings like what I, I don't know she, she, she's like so you don't do a lot of large projects other than blankets I said no not really she goes, okay, well, that gives me an idea of what you want. I said, okay. And so, the next, after two days of going through my grandmother's stash, now, mind you, there had been some bug infestation in some of her yarn because as she got older, she couldn't knit, but she still bought yarn. Like, it blew my mind. And so, she told me, she's like, look, this is what I've got to show you. Um, But when you take it home, you're going to have to freeze it, unfreeze it, and then refreeze it for nine days. I said, okay, that's fine. And so she's showing me, and it's great. I'm going to get a ton of yarn to add to my huge yarn stash already. Which, which it's like sending something, a gift that nobody knew you were going to get home. And anyway, so since I knit socks and I love socks and especially knitted socks. I've gone in and I have these metal um sock frames, right? So it makes it nicer to take pictures with, things like that. So my aunt's walking around the room of my grandmother's yarn, you know, area, and she's like, So you knit a lot of socks? I said, Yeah. She goes, Do you and I turn around. And I go, "What? What are those up there?" Or actually, it was I was telling her I have metal knit sock frames, and she goes, "Well, how about these?" And she flut her on her phone and shows me as we're facetiming these um, wooden sock frames, original wooden sock frames, like old school wooden sock frames, like passed down, you know, stuff that you buy at antique store stuff. And so I am so excited to get those, not going to lie. And it was just something that you can't just imagine, right? And so anyway, I've been um, really excited about that. And we've got, um, so anyway, so with that, I'm getting that and a couple of other items. And so it's been really excited to have that coming. And I don't know. It's, it's hard to know my grandmother's not here anymore. Her birthday is the day before mine. So that's kind of hard too, right? And so socks are important. And... My grandmother hated socks, so she, well, she didn't hate socks, don't get me wrong, but she hated knitting in them, and I begged for years for her to give me a pair, and I always ended up getting, like, sweaters and stuff, and I was like, I don't want a wool sweater, it's itchy, I want socks, so when I was in college in my early 20s, my grandmother sent knitted socks to me. I was so excited. Now, for those of you that know about knitted socks and how to knit socks, um, this podcast isn't going to be going over, you know, various patterns. It's just my obsession and things. I talk a lot about yarn and stuff like that. So you probably already know this, but it was kind of funny. So my grandmother knitted me a pair of knitted socks with like a five- I think it was a size five needle. As you can imagine, those were some huge socks. And they were made with, you know, some really kind of the thickness of the yarn, I can't really describe it, but it's something more along the effect of heavy wool. Like, it was like a heavy wool, and it was hilarious. Right? So I wore these socks everywhere. But they were so heavy. It was. It just made me laugh. Right? Because I always use either a lace or a fingerling kind of. um, They even have some sock yarn. Like just specifically dedicated socks. And I, I don't use a lot of that. But hey, I could if I wanted to. Right? But it was just funny. It made me laugh. And, you know, my grandmother was an amazing knitter. And so was my aunt. And so, just to have that, it it was, and she shared the pattern with me. Like, she literally just gave me the pattern and said, here, you can have it because I'm not knitting these again. I was like, okay. Um, But it was, it was something that I, I loved. You know, the socks did eventually wear and develop holes. And at the time, I was still... Fairly new at developing yarn, right? So it was, or knitting. So it was not something I was very, actually very good at. But I eventually got better at it. It was, (laughs) and now I can fix my own mistakes and I can fix broken pieces in my knitting. And, you know, so like this last pair of socks that I've started doing, um, the latest. that I've learned how to do is the kitchener stitch which I'm so proud of because now did I use a tapestry needle to do it no I use knitting needles to do it so to me that was really exciting to do and I was really excited about it so I'm hoping that my next pair of socks are going to be Oh, not the pair, but finishing off the pair that I've done will be as good as the one that I did before. But I really would like, you know, if you guys have ideas or suggestions on what you would like for me to talk about in this podcast, please let me know. And I'll, um, I'll talk about that, but it's got to be sock related. So please make sure it's about that. I guess it's, it's. It's important to me that it be be about socks. Because for me, socks are something that we all need. We all wear. And if you've never had a pair of knitted socks and never worn a pair, please do. If you're intimidated by socks, don't be. We've all started knitting socks at some point in our lives and have not completed doing that. And... Um, it's, it's important, right? Um, because you never know when you're going to need a pair of knitted socks for a gift, for anything like that. And so they're quick once you figure it out. Um, I know for me, I have this notorious problem of duplicating work and when i do, when i do one sock always ends up way too long and the other ends up way too short and yes i follow the pattern but as as a knitter who has knitted as long as i have i naturally just fix things or make modifications to things cuz so it can fit me right as we all do as we knit and I don't think I know one knitter that follows the pattern exactly. And I think that's important because it's about developing an expertise and so and customizing it. The knitting pattern is a guide, it's not the official product, right? For lack of a better term in my opinion. And so anyway, what I do is is that I go in and this time I've gone in and I have found a notebook. And after every row or circle that I've knitted, I write down what I did. And so now that I'm on the second sock, I go in and I repeat that. So then I don't have one sock that's almost half an inch taller than the other. That the actual heel looks like the other heel on the sock. I... Finishing toes has always been the hardest part about a sock for me. Because I naturally just want to go in and collect all my yarn and cast off like I would do a blanket. Socks, you can't do that. It just doesn't work like that. And it ends up looking really awkward. So the Kitchener stitch is um, something I found to be very easy to do. Um, even with a needle. So I say the Kitchener stitch, if you're using a tapestry needle, you'll do it exactly as it said. If you're using a knitting needle, you'll have to do the opposite of what it says. So if it says knit, you purl. And if it says purl, you knit. That's essentially how you do that. And then I think the part that I'm still struggling with with knitting socks is once I get to my final stitch I don't know what how to close it I don't know how to tie a knot I and I end up with a knot on the outside which is kind of frustrating um I knit socks so I've got to figure that out and eventually I'll share what I find here I've also um I know that you can do magic loop so you don't end up with um second sock syndrome So many of us that knit socks, we only knit one and then we stop. And the way I have prevented that is that I go in and I automatically start doing the second sock no matter how soon or how late it is after finishing the initial sock. Um, The reason why is because as long as I have something on the needles, I'm more, more engaged to go finish it. If I leave it and, like, I finish the project and I walk away and I don't start the second sock right away, I'll never complete it. I will never, ever complete it. And then I'll have a lonely one sock. And, you know, and then at that point I have to wonder if it's you, kind of a sub of scrappy socks because I've got, I'll wear two different types of knitted socks because I have multiple one pairs of knitted socks You have to wonder. It makes me laugh thinking about it. But anyway. I'll go ahead and let you guys go. And end this podcast for today. Um, We've been on. For about 20 minutes. And. I hope you guys are having an amazing time. Knitting your socks. Um, If you're listening to this. Thanks for getting all the way to the end. I really appreciate it. I don't know how often I'll do these. I don't. Um, I'm hoping to do it once a week, maybe twice. We'll, we'll see how far I get and sometimes work gets busy and stuff like that. but I can do it during my lunch hour. so um, we'll see what happens. But you guys stay safe out there and enjoy um, socks. You can find me on Instagram on knitted socks only. and you can also email me at knitted socks only at gmail.com. You guys have a great day and I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.